0: Welcome to the Speak for Free podcast, where we help you build a profitable six-figure business by speaking for free or low fee. Here's your host, Mr. Web Marketing, Brad Howe. Welcome to episode three. In this episode, we're going to look at before, during, and after you speak and how everything you do affects the growth of your income. If you've ever been to any speaking courses You'll already know about all the processes regarding what you need to do to work with a speaker booker, the chats you'll need to have to learn about your audience, and the ways that you can make the audience's and the speaker booker's life easier. This episode isn't about that. This is the stuff on top of that that you need to do to make money. I like to think about there being four parts to a speaking engagement from my business's point of view before or getting ready, at the venue, after you get off stage, and the following weeks and months after you've finished. Each plays an integral part in the success and growth of a six-figure income. The booker is getting you in to do. Often, as you probably know, know, speaker books get you in to talk about a specific topic because the audience needs help in that area. In my case, talking about search engine optimization and web marketing, I might have an audience of business owners in a particular franchise group who uh, need, you know, need to learn more about how to get their sites ranking higher so they can get more traffic. So understanding the businesses, what they do, and what they sell, all those sorts of things is really, really important because if you're going to sell to that audience, you've got to understand the audience. Once you understand them, you need to think about what it is that you would sell that specific audience based on their size, their needs, also your current promotions, etc. So have a think about, okay, I've got this group of people, they're members of an association about dog training, for example. What sort of thing would dog trainers need? So from my perspective, it might be how to get more people to their website or how to get more people to book a course with them through their website. There's a whole range of different things. And I need to think about not just what I'm going to say on stage, obviously, but what opportunity am I going to give them to get my services or my knowledge? The next thing you need to do is think about preparing a handout to go with your speech that's fully branded. Now it can just be printed on a normal printer or you can go to Officeworks or some sort of you know printing company and have it printed there, that's fine. But one of the key things about this is it has your logo, your name and your contact details, on the back page, nice and clearly. So this is a nice little handout. It might have a couple of questions they can fill out or a couple of little blank boxes that they can you know, draw in when you're doing your speech. But when they walk away, they'll have some information written down that they wanna go back and review on how to apply it to their business. But also all your details are on there. So if they go, wow, that was really interesting. I got these notes, but gosh, I really need help implementing them all your contact information is there. Now no speaker booker is going to have a problem with this in my experience. It is a nice little worksheet. One of my favorites actually is to use an A3 piece of paper so you can fold it in half. So then you get like a front page, a back page and two internal pages. So you can you can have quite a nice a lot of work in there and you can even leave like some homework space. You don't have to fill it all in on the day. But in the end you can have your contact details and sometimes even an offer on the back. So this is a golden way to get your branding out to leave them with something without having to produce anything expensive. Now not everybody will do something with that but some people will and they may even just you know keep it there because often you know you go to a conference you keep those little packs. Next thing you need to do is work out how you're going to make the sale. So How are you going to sell during your speech? Are you going to just make an offer at the end? Are you allowed to do that? Are you going to give them a a free gift? You know, go here to download this. Just give me your email address. Maybe, you know, you say something like, look, if you don't understand what I'm getting at here, but you need help in this area, just call me. You know, you've got my details on that worksheet there. Or, you know, you could say something along the lines of, you know, if you've got a question, catch me at the end. Okay, So there's lots of ways that you can make a sale without actually getting up and talking about a special package and doing the hard sell. You can just blend it in there. And lastly, in the lead up to the day, you need to have a follow-up planned, e.g. a funnel. So if you're collecting their email address, you need a funnel of information that goes out to them over a period of time. Or it might be to get them into a Facebook group of like-minded people or or something else, whatever it is, but plan it out beforehand. Don't just go there and say, I'm going to get their email addresses. And then don't think about what's going to come off the back that, you know, people don't always respond the first time you connect with them. You know, all the studies I'm sure you've heard, you know, seven, you know, touch points and all that sort of stuff. So think about, how you're going to follow up and if you can do it automatically using automated email or something like that even better because then you can be speaking every day and have the system following up for you so step two at the venue i like to get there early and mingle with people i like people yes i like my own time being at home and you know being at my office whatever but i actually when i go to speak i like to meet people and get to know them I remember to smile a lot. Now my wife always says to me, smile before I go on stage and she reminds me not because I'm not a smiley person. I'm actually a really happy person. It's because, you know, I have that resting face and it looks like I'm unhappy and I'm not. I'm just that's just my face. So Remember to smile when you're with a group of people. It really makes a difference if you're trying to connect. Ask people about their businesses. Don't talk about you or promote what you're doing. Just find out about them. Learn more about your audience. Make some little connections there so that when you do get on stage, um, you know, people go, oh, I was talking to him this morning. I I was talking to her this morning. And, you know, you've got that little connection there already. If they've got a trade show, go around the trade show. Have a look at the booths. Get an idea what these people are into. You might learn some stuff. I I find fascinating stuff in trade shows. And also you get to know some of the sponsors and people like that who also might have conferences or might want to put on a special event for people. So those connections, you never know where they're going to go. If they've got morning tea, go and have morning tea and have a chat. You don't have to drink or eat anything. You can grab a glass of water or something if you want to. Remember, be interested in the people this is the key here. Get to know the people. Okay, so when you're on stage, do your thing. Get up there. Do your speech. Get going with the audience. Have a great time. Be engaging. Make sure you smile, of course. (laughs) Move around. Don't stand in the same spot. Move across the stage. Use your hands. Keep people interested. Come down off the stage, depending on how big the stage is. Move amongst your audience, etc. Make your offer that we talked about earlier. If you can get them onto an email list, if nothing else, have a free offer, have a free something, you know, if you, you know, want to know more about this, you know, just go to this page and you can download like a a free report that I've done all about it. Okay. So just build it in there and ask people if they've got any questions to come and have a chat with you afterwards. Okay. Because you're there for a specific amount of time. You don't want to have weird questions and you don't want to have too many questions. You know, sometimes there's time at the end, sometimes there's not. Either way, just say, you know, come and see me afterwards. So after you get off stage, step three, my advice to you is hang around. I see some speakers and they're out the door as quick as a flash. Now, sometimes that's the way it is because you've got to jump a plane. But if you can, hang around. Go and get a drink of water. And while you're having your drink, allow people to come up and talk to you during the break or whatever. Okay. You're going to need water when you get off stage. Everybody does. If they've got a conference dinner and you can get an invite to it, which often you can, if people have brought you in over a longer distance, go to the conference dinner. Don't drink. Just go to the conference dinner, have a laugh, talk to people, get to know them better. You'd be amazed. Some of the you know, really cool connections I've made over the years at the conference dinner. Be in the room after you get off stage and smile again, smiles there. Answer any questions you've given fully. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, giving people specific instructions, but answer the questions. Don't hold back. When you do this, everybody around sees you freely giving and they see that you're, you know, you're an expert and you're not worried about the answer and all those sorts of things. Most people will not take action on their own. Some people will take what you tell them and do it. Most people will tell what take what you tell them and then go away and go, you know what, I really can't do this on my own and they'll call you. So, Feel free to answer questions fully. Go out there, be the expert, be good. If people want you to call them, grab their business card. Okay, sometimes it can be two people when you've got a hundred people in the audience, you know, sometimes it can be more. But grab their card, okay, and mark it that they want you to call them. And you know, they might say, Oh, give me a call about such and such, or give me a call, we need to talk. Just put a little mark on it so you know, and put it in your pocket. I separate my cards in my Suit pocket because I generally wear a suit, don't wear a tie, can't do that. I put cards on one side of people who want me to contact them and cards of people who have just given me their cards on the other side. So, you know, do it your way. That's what I do. And you remember, those cards can be worth thousands and thousands of dollars. For example, I spoke at a conference about five years ago, and after that, a, a company came up to me to talk to me and they said, Look, you know, here's our card. Can you give us a call? Set up a meeting. I did that. I set up the meeting and we had a chat about their needs and, you know, they're a paying client to this day. So they pay a monthly fee to me to do work for them and to advise them on their business. And you know, we're talking about four years later now, I think, and they're still here. So that one card has been worth, you know, well over a hundred thousand dollars to me. So. Think about that, okay? You never know where those cards are going to leave. If you just get off stage and you bolt, yeah, you're going to miss some really amazing opportunities. Now, number four, the following weeks and months. If someone gives you a card, follow every card up within 12 hours by email to arrange a call to talk about their problem and how you might help them if you don't hear from them within three days or, you know, that's allowing for, I suppose, the conference to end and for them to travel home, etc., then just give them a call on the number and leave a message or talk to them if if they're available. Okay. But follow them up. Don't let hot leads die. This is a mistake I made. You know, I'm scared to follow them up. Oh, it's been, you know, a couple of days and, you know, they'll have forgotten who I am. No, they won't. They wanted you to call them. They are interested in talking to you. Now, whether it leads to business or not, is irrelevant. The point of the matter is you need to follow up, okay? It's responsible business. It shows that you care about that person, that you took the time to call them. You're not being mercenary or anything like that, okay? They asked you to call and you called. What happens next? Well, that's up to everybody involved. If you're sending out anything via email, so that free gift, et cetera, make sure that that's gone. Check your email list, make sure it's sending properly. And make sure that you get anything out to people. And continue to build an ongoing connection. Okay, An email list is powerful because you can continue to send out things over months, years, etc. People may not need your help straight away, but they will need your help at some stage. Whether they use you or use someone else, it doesn't matter. But keep in that loop. Keep your branding in front of them. Remember, not everybody will need your help right then. Some will need help months down the track, so build your reputation as an expert who can get things done. Now, the more gigs you do in your area, the more you'll get known through the community as an expert, and your reputation will start to cross over from one group to another. Someone will have seen you speak before, and if you've done a great job, they'll tell others, oh, you're going to like this person, you know, you're going to enjoy this speech today. This is what you want when others can vouch for you you'll have their trust putting you up as the person that can help and this is when you see your profits start to grow exponentially so it's important that we remember that there's a lot more to a speech when it comes to making money than just getting paid to go on stage there's all this other stuff that goes around it but that extra work you know whether you're being paid on stage or being you know you're speaking for free it adds up, and it builds your business off the back. So to finish off this episode, remember there are four main parts to a speech from a business perspective. Before, on getting ready, at the venue, after you get off stage, and the following weeks and months afterwards. Each plays an integral part in the success and growth of a six-figure income. Well, that's it for this week, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Speak for Free podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please help a friend and share it with them. Until next time, we hope you have a fun and profitable week.